This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Thursday, the 26th of May. In your Sport Today, the sports world reacts to the tragedy in Texas. The All-Stars give Barcelona a scare. The biggest wave ever is confirmed. And when trainees go rogue, this is your Sport Today. We start today with the tragic news in Uvalde, Texas, where 19 children and two adults died yesterday at a shooting at an elementary school. About 600 kilometres away in Dallas, the Warriors and Mavericks were set to play in an NBA playoffs match, but basketball wasn't at the front of mind. Uh, Warriors coach Steve Kerr spoke to the press before the game, venting his anger and frustration in a video that's gone viral. Yeah, Kerr said that basketball questions did not matter that day. He was emotional as he spoke of how he was fed up with US senators who refused to change gun laws so they can stay in power. Kerr said it was pathetic and then stormed out of the press conference. Kerr's father was assassinated by two gunmen while working in Beirut in 1984, and Kerr has long been outspoken against gun violence. The Warriors lost the game and star player Steph Curry said the tragedy was on everyone mind. He said, and here's a quote, I got kids, send them to school every day, drop them off, and you feel for the parents that are going through what they're going through. Yesterday's tragedy was the 212th mass shooting and 27th shooting at a school in the US this year. The gunman, an 18-year-old local named Salvador Ronaldo Ramos, was killed on site by authorities. Luce, Kerr and Curry weren't the only US sports people to use their profile to demand change on gun laws. Yeah, that's right. NBA megastar LeBron James said in a tweet that kids are now in harm's way at school where they're meant to be safest. NFL quarterback Patrick Mahomes said it has to stop. Seattle Storm basketballer Brianna Stewart called it unthinkable and unimaginable and there is to be no more gun violence. And New York Yankees pitcher Zach Britton said it's absolutely unacceptable that this is continuing to happen. I've put a link to Kerr's press conference in the episode notes. For more details on the Uvalde tragedy, check out the Squiz Today newsletter. It breaks it all down. There's a link to it in the show notes. Let's change things up a little bit and go to football news now because last night in Sydney, more than 70,000 football fans packed a core stadium in Sydney to watch Spanish club Barcelona beat the A-League All-Stars 3-2. It was an away game for Barca, but loose. There were plenty of their fans in the stands. Yeah, it was very pro-Barcelona in the crowd. <laughs> and after all, it is the first time they've played in Australia. Barcelona scored an early goal, but less than 10 minutes after halftime, the All-Stars went up 2-1 when Adama Traore scored. But then about 20 minutes later, Barcelona's own Adama Traore scored to make it to all. Despite landing in Sydney just days after their last league match in Spain, Barcelona played a strong team and in the end proved too good. Young gun Ansu Fati scored the match winner in the 77th minute. Yeah, Fati wears the number 10 jersey that Lionel Messi made famous. Uh, big shoes to fill there, loose. Uh, I've put the match highlights in the episode notes and we're only now two sleeps away from the A-League men's final. That one's in Melbourne on Saturday. 
Sticking with football news, but we're going off the pitch for this one. Uh, English Premier League club Chelsea has been sold for the highest price ever for a sporting team. Luce, we're talking billions, not millions here. We're talking 4.41 billion Aussie dollars. The UK government granted the sale of Chelsea to a consortium that's led by American Todd Bowley, who is a part owner of Major League Baseball team, the LA Dodgers, and also owns a stake in LA basketball teams, the Lakers and the Sparks. Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich was forced to give up Chelsea after 19 years when he was sanctioned by the UK government for his links to Russian President Vladimir Putin. The UK government says the sale proceeds won't go to Abramovich, but to humanitarian causes in the Ukraine. Yeah, they'll go into a frozen account and then to charity. So that's it for the Abramovich era at Chelsea. Today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app. Uh, How many EPL titles did Chelsea win with Abramovich as owner? Luce, give us a clue. You can count them on one hand. Should be an easy one, Mm. Luce. Find out the answer at the end of the show. We're heading to the States now because a college football team is taking a punt on a former Aussie rules player. His name is Flynn Appleby and Luce. He can kick a ball pretty far. Well, you'd hope so if he wants to make it into the NFL (laughs) one day. But Appleby played 11 games for Collingwood but was cut at the end of the 2020 season. He spent the last year playing in the VFL but is now going to make the move to America. He's been given a scholarship to Rutgers University in New Jersey where he's going to play as a punter. Now, this is actually pretty common. There are 56 Aussie punters in the American college system and a lot of those like Appleby came through the Pro Kick Australia program that helps Aussies transition into American football. Yep, and we've seen former AFL players like the Rocker Brothers and Ben Graham make it into the NFL. Uh, Appleby is trying to join former AFL players Aaron Sipos and Cameron Johnson who currently play in the NFL. To Portugal now where Sebastian Stoitner surfed himself into the record books with the biggest wave ever surfed uh, loose. The wave was 26.21 meters and he stayed on the board 26.21. That is really, really big. It literally makes me get goosebumps thinking about (laughs) riding a wave that big. As you said, Stoitner is now the record holder after he beat the previous mark of 24.38 metres set in 2017. Now, this wave didn't happen recently. It actually happened in 2020 in Nazare, but it takes a really long time for scientists in the Guinness World Records to judge a wave like that. Engineers have to use things like jet skis as a reference point, but that's not always reliable. So in the end, they used Stoitner's lower leg as kind of a ruler because the distance doesn't change because you can't bend that part of your body. Luce, I reckon I've watched this thing about 100 times and I still can't mm. believe he stayed on the board for that long. Uh, you're right. Gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> I'll put a link to the video in the episode notes if you're brave enough to check it out. Manchester United fans have been copying it from their mates and on social media a lot this season, and it turns out nowhere is safe for them, not even a sports update on the BBC. This was trolling, but on a whole other level. (laughs) This happened in the UK during a news broadcast yesterday. The BBC was showing highlights from the French Open when something weird popped up on the ticker, which is that thing at the bottom of your TV screen that has the news updates. It said... 
Manchester United are rubbish <laughs> and it didn't go unnoticed. The video got shared around social media and the BBC had to apologise to United fans for the technical error, which was blamed on a trainee writing random things not in earnest. Technical error. <laughs> there was another message that said weather, rain everywhere. So maybe it wasn't just targeted at Manchester United who finished the English Premier League on 58 points, their lowest ever total. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye. What's coming up, Luce? What do you got? Well, NRL Indigenous round starts tonight and it kicks off with Manly playing the Melbourne Storm in Melbourne and kickoff is at 7.50. Yep, one of the great rounds of the NRL season. We've just seen it in the AFL. Uh, that match you can watch on Channel 9, KO and Foxtel. Also, don't forget about our tipping podcast. Don't forget your tips. We preview all the games in the AFL and NRL each week. Check it out. There's a link in the episode notes for you to check out. Uh, all right, as for today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app, how many EPL titles did Chelsea win in their Roman? Abramovich era, Luce, you said you can count them on one hand. Count them on one hand and you need all fingers because they won five. All fingers and that thumb, yep, five titles in 19 years. Uh, all right, that is us done for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Luce and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll catch you then. <laughs>